1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Here's Tom Brady. We talked about this earlier. He extending some holiday greetings to the Saints Sideline and... uh, Santa, I need a new tablet for Christmas. He already broke I it broke before mine. that. You Look see, at it. It's it was destroyed. It's shattered. Yeah, right. That's not going to get him a Microsoft deal. It could it get him an won't. Apple deal, though. It could get him an Apple deal. <laughs> maybe, maybe somebody from Apple was behind that move. Here's uh, C.J., gardner johnson who said hey microsoft surface can y'all send me a new surface tablet i need to give it to a friend who broke his thank you Merry Christmas. <laughs> that's pretty good gardner johnson and, and you know we were talking off air about how some of these crews just aren't calling taunting anymore and and I, I don't like the taunting rule but i hate inconsistent application of any rule there were multiple incidents on sunday night of taunting that weren't called including brady going over to the sideline i mean if If Cassius Marsh gets 15 yards and a fine for standing there looking at the sideline, how does Brady not get fined for running over to an assistant coach and shouting in his face? You had Gardner-Johnson standing there posturing in front of Tom Brady no flag Devin White had a taunt earlier in the game there's that look at Brady Brady's like what's going on here uh Devin White earlier in the game had a taunt it wasn't called last night we saw some taunts that weren't called I just wonder if I don't know if it's the Christmas spirit that's gotten into some of these refs but they're they're not calling taunting anymore and I have a feeling 345 Park
2: Avenue is not going to be happy with that because they've insisted on it all year long yeah uh, I mean maybe not again the I, I'm not going to get mad at it. I'm not, you know, to me, the ones that, that they didn't call are the ones that I go, well, good. I'm glad they didn't call it. I'm fine with that. That's fine. You know, again, you but know, don't call any of them. I know. Don't call then, some. Then fine. Call none. You're right. You're right. Call that's where it's annoying. None. It's extremely inconsistent. That's exactly where it's annoying. There's no doubt about that. And and of course it looks stupid too. Cause I mean, again, that's egregious. So we know that Brady went over there to the coach, yelled four letter words, which were made way more disrespectful than a karate kick you know, from Cassius March, but that gets you know swiped under the rug. It's just not a good look for the NFL either. There, there's no doubt. But, you know, again, yeah, don't call any of them. Then Or only call the ones that I've always been talking about or the ones that we know the rules implied for. it. I'm not going to go there, but the standing over of the guys and doing that, that's to me where I want it out. The rest of this stuff, you know, Gardner-Johnson, you know, posturing in front of Brady, that's football. Like, that's, to me, uh, that's fine. I don't even care that Brady Brady going over to yell four-letter words to Dennis Allen, that's football. It wasn't Dennis Allen. No, it, wasn't it wasn't Dennis, Dennis Allen, Allen. I'm sorry. Was, that's, I think it was the defensive line coach. All right, either way, that's cool with me. I'm good with that. I don't care. You know the ones that I don't like to see. And and uh I know. Yes, I know, I know. I'm not going to go I, there. I said I don't. won't go there. But we that's don't, we, the don't, one we I don't need, need.
1: It. we don't need your special brand of Christmas ornament talk today <laughs> dangling in people's faces. Oh, no, that, we don't need thank that. Thank you. <laughs> uh but but regardless, get rid of the rule or apply it consistently. That's my position about every rule on the book. If you're not going to apply it consistently, it creates unfair results. So either apply it consistently or get rid of it. And it's that simple. There's no middle ground. There's no sometimes we're going to throw the flag and sometimes we aren't. Sometimes we got to get control of the game and sometimes we don't care. You either care all the time or you don't. And this gets back to the full-time officials. If they are meeting and communicating and talking as a group all the time and if the uniform standards are being emphasized to them all the time, you're less likely to have these little pockets where they just decide they're going to do what they want to do. rule book be damned. Messages from 345 Park Avenue. Be damned. We'll deal with it later. We're going to do in the moment what we feel like doing. All right. Um, one of the big talking points coming out of the game on Sunday night relates to the C.J. – Not no, no. The Chris Godwin injury. PJ we were Williams. about C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Yeah. This is Chris Godwin who took the low hit from P.J. Williams. Right ultimately tearing the ACL and ending the season of Chris Godwin during his franchise tag year, which is which is very bad in and of itself because it robs him from his shot at the open market. Last year, the Bucks kept him from the open market with the franchise tag. This year, this injury is going to keep him from getting full and fair compensation on the open market. Here's Tom Brady talking about the injury to Chris Godwin and what he thinks should happen as a result of a hit like that.
3: You know, Chris got hit. You know, in the knees yesterday, which is a play that I think they ought to take out of the game of football uh, from a receiver standpoint, you know, I've kind of talked to the PA about it for a while about, you know, and, and I'd like to speak to the rules competition committee at some point this offseason to I've seen that hit too many times where a defenseless pass catcher is in the process of catching a the ball, then he's hit by the defender. And, you know, a lot of the defenders will say, well, we can't hit him in the head anymore. Well, the point is you can't hit anyone in the head anymore and you can't hit anyone in the knees anymore, except for receivers, because you can still hit them in the knees, which doesn't make any sense to me. Um, You can't hit a defensive lineman in the knees. You can't hit a punter in the knees. You can't hit a quarterback in the knees. You can't hit a DB in the knees, except we're somehow allowing hits on defenseless receivers in the knees. So, you know, it needs to be addressed and it needs to be really thought out it really impacts guys careers and, and Chris, you know, I know he'll overcome it. a it's a tough rehab, but you know, you, you tear your ACL that's, that's a lifelong injury, you know, and I'm sure almost every pass catcher in the NFL would prefer hit to the head over a hit to the knees. I certainly would. I take that, you know, a million out of a million.
1: I appreciate the fact that Tom Brady is using his Me platform too. and he yeah. speaks and he... Are, but but he, he, there's a subtle point that I want to make, Chris. Yeah. If you're going to make these arguments, you still need to be fair and accurate with the facts. And I know in today's America, who the hell cares about facts? But... You can hit guys in the head. You can hit guys in the knees. It it is isn't a situation where it's wiped out completely, and you can only go after a receiver who's just caught a pass low. There are instances where a hit to the head is allowed. There are instances where a hit to the knees is allowed. On a quarterback who abandons the pocket, as soon as you go out of the pocket, we saw it with Lamar Jackson. Now he didn't get hit in the knees, he got hit in the ankle. But you can hit a quarterback low once he decides to leave the pocket. A ball carrier is fair game. In the head in the knees anywhere to get him on the ground the ball carrier is in a position to defend himself the key here is the defenseless player protection that prevents hitting a receiver in the head or neck area or with your helmet anywhere that in the opinion of Tom Brady needs to extend to the at or below the knees category that applies to a quarterback in a defenseless posture when he's in the pocket because in that moment when you're making the catch you can't evade. You can't ward off. You can't run around. You can't jump over that guy who was coming in to take out your knees because you're focused on catching the football. That's why you have the protection against the hit to the head. That same reasoning should apply To to that's a better argument than painting with this ridiculously broad brush that misinforms fans. Because what happens is Tom Brady says it, so everyone else says it, too. And people are walking around with a wildly inaccurate view of what is and isn't allowed in a football game. That's what bugged me about what he said. He needs to be more precise in his comments to make his points.
2: Yeah. Well, either way, I mean, you're right. It's not precise. There's definitely some things he left out there. But I think what he's trying to say is players in some positions of being unprotected have those protections on their legs, which receivers don't. You know, maybe that's what he could have said a little bit more clearly. They got to look at something here. They got to, you know. Again, uh, the the people who made these rules about not getting hit in the head are the people that d- didn't didn't play football. You know, either. You know, it, we've yet to hear a football player talk about. You know, I I don't want to be hit in the head. It, 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 we don't. It's it's for the optics of everybody else in the world, except for the people who are actually well, playing the game. Well, no, I understand well, the lawsuits well, are involved in that too. No,
1: it's not just that. No, 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 no. It's right. a couple of things. It's a couple of things. First of all. The guys who are playing in their twenties, they're not thinking about their lives in their sixties, seventies, and eighties. For for them, that may as well be five hundred years into the future. They're thinking about the here and the now. And Larry Fitzgerald on that same let's go podcast last night reiterated the point that that has been discussed many times. He offered to pay the fines. No doubt.
2: So there you go. Defenders
1: who hit him high. Right, because because you're only thinking I want to play football. And if my, my ACL is torn I may not have cognitive issues later in my life, but it's going to short-circuit my football career now. So uh, a football player in his career is always going to choose a concussion over a torn ACL, and this is where the sport has to protect the participants from themselves to a certain extent. I mean, hell, how many guys would go back into a game after getting a concussion? How many guys try to get back onto the field before they're even yeah, properly evaluated? Okay. So, so th- this, is, this, is, this is part of the push and pull that we have. Yeah, but it's but, but too I, far Chris, I, in my
2: opinion. But, but, but
1: I agree with your point that look, you can't just care about the heads of players. Now, it's the concerns about concussions that and, and I don't think litigation is an issue at this point because everybody knows the risks and they still sign up. Right. Very rarely That's do you have a Chris Borland situation exactly. where somebody walks away. Right. But but it's about it's about encouraging parents to let their kids play the game. I know. To make the game safer right. that way. But but I think they're also starting to realize, Chris, that the safety concern extends to the lower body Yeah, because you can get avoidable hits. And, and I think this is the next step. And we can say it's because they think it's the right thing to do or we can say it's because they want to play 18 regular season games. Sometimes you get to the right place for the wrong reason. That, that's and I think I one of the reasons like why they're still yeah.
2: doing this is they want to get to 18 games. No doubt. That's what it feels like to me. I mean, again, it does. I understand you're right to a degree, right, about, yeah, they're protecting themselves or protecting players later down the road. But like you said, I think litigation is out the window now. Everybody knows and has been informed, period. Period. You know, so, okay, we know what we signed up for. We're big boys. I certainly, like I've told you before, I didn't think me getting blindsided for, from by Julius Peppers or Ray Lewis hitting me was good for my health. I was like, oh, I'm going to keep playing this football because it's good for my health. Julius Peppers smashing me in the grounds, good for me. I knew what I signed up for. So that's out the window, you know. And, and, and again, where, you know, I guess I look at it too is uh, it, it's it, – I have a soft spot, of course, and care for people and players, but it goes back to the, you know, a little bit what we heard Minka Fitzpatrick saying during the break or anything. You know, again, hitting is part of the sport. It's part of one of the tools the defense has to intimidate the offensive side of the ball. You know, that, that's been taken away to a degree. And we've got thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of ex-players who... Who are cognitive and fine up into their sixties and seventies and eighties. I know we have a small group of people who, yes, you know, it's certainly life has thrown them some some bad pitches or some curveballs there and they're they they have head issues. But again, what I think you talk about, you know, one, I feel bad for defenders. What are they supposed to do? Because again, you aim for the chest or something like that, and then, oh wait, but it looks like he, he turned his shoulder to hit the guy in the chest. Oh, but it looks like maybe his head led with that. No, it wasn't. Oh, wait, wait. His big head on top of his shoulders that has a big helmet on it, it, when he was aiming for the chest, hit the guy, just barely grazed his helmet. So now he hit him defenseless in the head. What are defenders supposed to do? And that's where I feel bad for a P.J. Williams or anybody like that. That wasn't dirty. He's just trying not to get a penalty, and he's going low because he goes, I know I can't have any issue there. I'm just going to hit him low, and that's good, and I'll get no penalty. So that's where it's tough for defensive players, and the NFL's got to do something about this, I think. Well, it's going to get tougher. There's going to be a strike zone now. And see,
1: someone explained to me years ago when the push first started against certain types of low hits. Football was designed under the premise that if there is – inequality in size of players the little guy has a tool in his bag which consists of hitting the big guy low the bigger they are the harder they fall i'm going to hit him low and take out his legs right we have seen a systematic and not so gradual elimination of the ability to hit guys low and i think this is the next step in that process and again the cynical side of me says They're just trying to make the game safer every way they can to justify playing an extra regular season game. Fine. It it makes the game safer, but it's going to create a strike zone on pretty much everyone. And Chris, it may eventually apply to the ball carrier. It may be that the ball carrier can only be hit from here to above his knees and that's it. And anything else is a foul. We could get there at some point. Here's the risk that the NFL runs. And this is a A theme that is expressed in the final chapter of Playmakers, my book that comes out March 15, which Chris will never read. But if he were to read it, if he were to read it, there's nothing about JFK in it, so he won't read it. If he were to read it, (laughs) he would see that I think the biggest threat to the NFL right now that they don't realize is so fundamentally changing. The nature of the game as it has always been played, and they've already changed it fundamentally if you go back and watch games from the 80s and 90s. It's already a vastly different game, and many would say, for the better, I'm just saying it's vastly different. Better or worse, it's vastly different. Somebody out there, Chris, somebody with $10 billion laying around who would like to own an NFL team but can't get in the club, somebody is going to say, you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start a football league. And you know how we're going to play? We're going to play the way that they used to play. Yeah, We're going to play the, the way that the yeah. guys yeah. right. want to play. Right. We're going to go out there and we're going to beat the hell out of each other. Hey, anybody who thinks football is brutal has never watched UFC for more than 30 seconds. It may not even take 30 seconds. You watch UFC the right 30 seconds, it's more, it is far more brutal than football. But because it's not nearly as popular, you don't have people saying, oh, my God. Oh, and because there aren't UFC teams at every high school in the country, people aren't saying, oh my God, it is ridiculously brutal. You got 10 concussions delivered in 10 seconds when somebody is finally securing a, an ultimate victory in, in mixed martial arts. So uh, I, 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 I think there will be an appetite for it. There's a profit incentive for it. And there will be guys lining up the door to sign up to play in the old school football league. And that's the risk they run. Um, especially as Tuesday and Wednesday night is wide open I if I had to, I'm not saying that I would do it, but I can understand that somebody who had 10 billion would because I'm not sure that I could do it with you know the, the morality and the ethics and because I, I but somebody out there who has the money is going to do it and they're gonna make a crap load of money doing it. If the NFL goes too
2: far and some would say they already have gone too far. In the direction of player safety. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. It is. They, you can't. You can't. You know, appeal to everybody. You can't, and that's what I think the NFL is trying to do. A little bit. They're trying to appeal to everybody, and at some point, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to leave some certain group a little disappointed, okay, or whatever it is. I, I don't know, but they got to figure well, out the right balance. Right I know now. which
1: group. I know which group. Well, I'm not. I mean, I, I. There's a demographic out there. 30 to 35% of the country that will eat it up with a spoon, a knife, and a fork, and a spork, and a spatula, and every other utensil. They won't even use tools. They'll just put their whole head in the bowl. There is a group out there that would love it, and you will make a hell of a lot of money off of it. And I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. In this fractured country we live in, I'm surprised
2: that it hasn't happened yet. Uh, yeah, listen, NFL's king. All right, and then and, and, and again, you're not going to get the high end players. Money talks, so one of these leagues, they, they're going to have to come out and if they want to steal the but, talented players away, sure. I'm not going to just no. watch her hitting hard. That that that's oh, not you will. End. You will not not will. to a certain degree. I'm not to a certain degree. No, but listen, but I, but I it's mean, not about
1: you. It's not about you. It's I, about somebody out there yeah. who has that bloodlust. The people who watch NASCAR for the crashes. Right. The I people who watch hockey for the fights, the people who watch skiing for the wipeouts, right. those are the people who are going to tune in and they're going to be interested by what may happen here. Pete's telling me we've got to go yeah. to break. So I guess we got to go to break. We'll take a break. More PFT Live right after this.
0: Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait.
4: Well, the history has changed since that statement. You know, um, a lot of things went on last year that I was very proud of him. And I made a decision that this was best for our football
3: team.
2: What was the decision-making process for you like, knowing that some people might
0: go back to those comments you made publicly about Brown and say, wait a minute, hasn't this guy had enough chances?
3: I could give what they thing. The only thing I care about is this football team and what's best for us.
1: Yeah, he doesn't care about the fact that Antonio Brown was lying about being vaccinated and potentially putting himself a three-time cancer survivor or 83-year-old offensive assistant Tom Moore at risk. He doesn't care about that. He cares about winning football games. He cares about getting another Super Bowl. At least he's honest about it. At least he's honest about it. I'm not saying it's right, but they're all that way. Look, if Antonio Brown wasn't good, he'd be gone already. He passes the test. It's a very simple standard excuses are made for the stars, examples are made of the scrubs. If you're not good enough and you do something you shouldn't do, you're gone. Because we can't tolerate that kind of behavior. If you're good enough, well, the history has changed, or whatever it was. I mean, look, on the way in, they were getting criticized for giving Antonio Brown his latest second chance. So so Bruce Arian sticks his chest out, face turns red, and he says he screws up one time and he's gone. Right? That was October of 2020. And I understand it. He's proven his value since then. If he hadn't proven his value, he would be gone. He would have already been gone for something else. He's proven his value. And, oh, as I said yesterday, after the injuries on Sunday night, Chris, Antonio Brown could show up with a full deck of fake vaccination cards, and they're keeping him because they need him. Now, this isn't, well, we're going to keep him around because we don't want the Packers to get him. This is we're keeping around because we've got to get him on the field. Because Chris Goffman's out for the year, and who knows how long Mike Evans is going to be out. He's week to week with a hamstring injury. Well, yeah, that's why you keep
2: him, though. I mean, it, it is. And, uh, again, it, you, you keep him because of the insurance policy. Okay, well, we saw that. You're,
1: you're cashing in the insurance yeah, policy right they now. Yeah, got it.
2: Exactly right. And I wouldn't let him go because I wouldn't want the Packers to get him either. I mean, Period. You know, again, I mean, I'm not going to just like, oh, I mean, you know, bite off my nose to spite my face. There, that's the one. You know, Bruce Arians. Listen, uh, I'm, 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 I guess I'm going to stick up for him to a degree in the fact that, hey, <laughs> bite off his nose to spite his face. Yeah, you I realize know. it's I know. cut off. Your I, know. Nose. I know. Yes, exactly. It's impossible it's to, bite hard to bite off your own it. nose. I've done this before. We've this is, been down this before. I know. Well, I'm still dumb like before. Okay, <laughs> but either way, I think like you know, Bruce Arians. Hey, I'm sure Antonio Brown came into town and he wasn't the biggest fan of it. You know, Bruce at one point was in Pittsburgh. I'm sure he heard other horror stories. He said, he said in 2020,
1: we're never signing him. He said
2: it. Well, okay. Then you got Tom Brady. Brady vouches for him. That maybe makes him look at Antonio Brown a, a degree differently. You know, then he sees what Antonio Brown does on a daily basis, the work ethic, how much he loves football so he evaluates it for what he sees even though he made those comments I get it all right but I mean at the end of the day I to me you don't like you don't teach a lesson just to teach a lesson at the expense of the rest of the team you know the rest of the team they understand like what you said hey the stars they they get they get some free passes it's the NFL welcome to the NFL everybody Yes. And also, I think if you took a poll of all those guys in the Buccaneers locker room, they'd want to, you know, you went, all right, we can either teach Antonio a lesson and not be our best and probably not to win the Super Bowl, or we can go, Antonio, you're a jerk, uh, but we still got a chance to win the Super Bowl. All the players are going to go, eh, Just let's call him a jerk, and I'd rather win the Super Bowl. The hell with that. We don't need to teach him a life lesson here to, at our expense. Let alone, hey, if Bruce Arians and Tom Moore don't have an issue with being old and what he did, you know, and surviving cancer, then who the hell are the rest of us to have an issue with it, I guess? And so, yeah, at least like you said, Bruce Arians is honest and I'm not going to be that mad about it.
1: Well he's honest in his dishonesty yeah okay he's willing to tell us that he's full of crap that's really what it comes down to well don't pay attention to any let me finish let me finish yeah I let you go let me finish he doesn't care what we say about him now but the reality is he he says whatever he has to say in the given moment it's all very transactional it's all very malleable he says back when he doesn't want Antonio Brown in 2020 we're not signing the guy then he's got Tom Brady working on him and maybe he's got a little need okay we'll sign him but he screws up one time and He's gone. Then he finds out Antonio Brown's not, you know, he's, he's not a bad player. He's still got some gas in the tank, helped us win a Super Bowl. Maybe I need him. Oh, who gives a crap about anybody criticizing me? We're bringing him back. It's, it's all based on the broader objective of doing what you want when you want, and the words are just the things that come out of your mouth to justify doing the thing that you want to do. That's what it is. That's all it is. He's doing what he wants to do, and he's saying whatever he has to say to justify doing whatever he wants to do. And there's a certain honesty in his dishonesty.
2: So, you know, well, and he's it's allowed not to uncommon. reevaluate. It's, you're allowed to reevaluate. Like, uh, you're like, well. that's, that's, that's ridiculous. But then don't say, oh. but then don't say, but Chris,
1: you make yourself look like a freaking buffoon when you say on the way through the door, he screws up one time and he's gone because I'm the coach and he screws up and he's out of here. All right, well, he I'm says mimicking. circumstances Don't say that then. He says, but so don't say change. it then.
2: Why? But don't puff out your chest Why? and he say tried he tried to let up him know that he's has I don't think there's that big of a deal. I I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I give him, I give him respect. I don't even care. He screws
1: up one time and he's gone. Unless I
2: change okay. my mind and I reserve the right to change right. my well, mind. yeah, but if yeah he, he does up reserve one time the, the right. Gone, he's well, there. I mean, change my mind, but if he screws up one time, he's gone. Mike, Mike, you sound. You can't have it both ways. You can't. You can't have it both ways. You can. You can't. You know. You can. You can look at the pandemic and evaluate things and then go you know what? We need to change because I have other circumstances but and then evidence. But no, then don't say what? Position. Don't say you shouldn't do this? Don't, that's wrong, Mike. Don't, no. It's like against your COVID stuff you said last you week. You don't, Things no, that's change. completely different. You got different circumstances. Completely different. You're then reevaluated. Say, They've reevaluated. He's allowed to say it and then change his mind. He's allowed to. You're yeah, being yeah, very no. stubborn in that. Well, of it's course very, he's allowed to. Yeah. Of he course is. he's
1: allowed to. But don't give us the fake tough guy routine which we see from Bruce Arians all the time. Look, part of this is, and I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Bruce Arians won't be on the show in the future. I really don't care. I've had enough of the fake tough guy bully routine from him. And the only, you know, there's a fine line between guys like him and guys like Urban Meyer because there's a lot of bullying oh, that goes on. Oh, that's insane. By coaches. That's ridiculous. No, 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 He's no. He's not no, even close to Urban lot, Meyer. That's there's a low there's blow. A, there's low a, blow. That's no, not
2: a low blow. It is. There's a lot of bullying
1: that happens. You're talking about Urban Meyer who's
2: a dysfunctional I'm, idiot and you're going to get put I'm, Bruce Arians there? I'm it's not true. i have that's I'm talking about the.
1: There's a bullying element. Why? To it. What is bullying? He I'm just, what?
2: What did he it's
3: bully?
1: Who did he bully? A, listen, why did it take four weeks for somebody to finally ask him about his words from October of 2020? Why did? Why were? Why were reporters tiptoeing around him at every press conference? He comes out with the right hook and he makes it clear he's setting the agenda. Look, I've been on the wrong side of it. He 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 he, he freaking called me out earlier this year for something that I didn't say. There's a, there's a, there's a, a not-so-subtle bullying factor there, Chris. It's not. It's, so, I'm not saying he's kicking people. But I'm just telling you, he wants it his way, and he doesn't want to be questioned. That's the message when he says, I don't give an S about it. He wants to do it his way, and no one is going to question him because he's always going to do it his way. I mean, that's how I feel about it. And I, So don't, don't come off with this tough guy routine if you are going to be flexible. You're either flexible or you're not so if you act like you're inflexible yeah you could be, uh, be tough well, and flexible you're wrong
2: you could be tough and flexible you know you, that's undermine, ridiculous.
1: you undermine your toughness you under, but but don't you could be doesn't tough,
2: undermine it but nobody th- cares but on his team they all listen, think he's tough well, he talks tough he is and, tough his team plays tough they've always played tough you're wrong I think they get sorry to a point. i think you're they get wrong to a point and he's they, there they every day with eyes. antonio brown and you're not okay so you're wrong hey
1: yes I, I listen listen the point is this and, and and we haven't mentioned antonio brown who as we would expect is very humble and contrite about everything that he's been through uh he tweeted yesterday put some respect on my name all of y'all and you know this is a guy who submitted a fake vaccination card violated federal law he starts to worry about getting prosecuted but it's okay you can help us win football games come on back and play let's take a break we'll be right back I you I like, I like having this.
4: Look, fellas, I apologize if, you know, I seemed like I was a little short with you after the game. Um, you know, obviously a frustrating game. Down 20 to nothing. Didn't do anything well enough. I mean, there isn't really much to say at that point without watching the film. Clearly, we had problems in every area. So, you know, there was no... No simple answer, and you know every play could have been better. Every every area of coaching could have could have been better. Every area of playing could have been better, and any of that would have helped. So, um, you know, not not really trying to be short, but honestly, there wasn't too much to say. I don't know if there's a whole lot more to say now, but you know, it's not your fault. That was a frustrating game. <laughs> Somebody
1: apparently was visited by the ghost of Christmas past, present, Doesn't and or future. Doesn't want coal in
2: his stocking. <laughs>
1: I don't get it. I Because, Chris, if you go back and watch his comments after the Saturday night game. Yeah. No different than the Bill Belichick we have seen (laughs) for the last 20 years. So, look, I I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe, I I don't get it. I don't get it. Listen, (laughs) I I, I I, I didn't agree with the way that he's previously been. I think it's gratuitous. I think it's unnecessary. And I've said all the time, if you don't want to deal with the media, go coach high school lacrosse and you won't have to. But uh, I, I, it's it's uh, it's strange to me. It's really strange, and and I wonder was it just like his wife got to That's him? That's what said, I hey, thought You know, of it's too. Christmas. Yeah. I, right. that, that that has to be the only explanation. His I, wife got to him and said, "Bill, have you, have you ever have you ever really watched one of these and see how
2: you come off?" I I, I, I listen. This, I'm not gonna lie. It's the first thing that I went through my mind too. Listen, I thought I wish he would act differently after losses, like you've said. I'm with you. I don't like to see it. It's painful. First off, he's too great to be that way, in my opinion. It's painful for the media that follows the football team. I don't like it. This is amazing to me, too. But, yeah, I don't know. It just It's, it's one of those where it's like, wait, who brought this to, to his attention to say, apologize because you were out of line? Uh, definitely don't it- see this a lot.
1: it's it's look it gets back to what we were talking about earlier i don't want to pull. up we don't have time to talk about it but there's that subtle bullying that happens and people get on the wrong side of it and if you're in the media sometimes you end up on the wrong side of it and at least at least in this christmas season he's trying to rectify it we'll see if it lasts we'll be back with more pft live right after this The NFL is dealing with the Omicron variant. Even though the league has pivoted the protocols, there are still plenty of guys continuing to be added every day to the COVID-19 reserve list. Yesterday, Travis Kelsey, Chiefs tight end. Now, he's vaccinated so he could be back by Sunday when the Chiefs host the Steelers. Joey Bosa, not vaccinated. He's gone for at least 10 days. In all, 213 players have tested positive since the beginning of last week. 51 players were placed on COVID reserve on Monday. Chris, they're doing what they can to make it easier to come back they're doing what, it can, what they can to make it easier to not put guys on the list by reducing testing dramatically. And the vibe I got over the weekend, they are just trying to get through the season, and then they'll figure everything out
2: after that. Yeah, it seems that way, and, and that's okay. I mean, again, when, when, does, when does the limited testing stop here? When, I mean, is, is it officially started this week? Now, where, right end, of, now? end of week 15. End of now. week 15. Okay, so that's when it, I, I – because – Again, I, I was wondering about that either way, but yeah, lo- life's going to change Chris, in the Chris, NFL. Chris, Go ahead. Yeah. Chris,
1: you're playing quarterback for the yeah, Buccaneers and right. you guys are getting ready for a playoff game right. and you feel like, eh, I'm not right. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, maybe, maybe I got this Omicron thing. No chance. Are you going to raise your hand no and say chance. give me a test? Absolutely not. That's that's no the reality.
2: I know. I, that's, that's that's certainly going to be part of this. There's no doubt, but I think it goes back into it again where I don't think a lot of guys in the locker room are going to care. So. You know, that's where it's it's different. They're going to want, okay, hey, wait, you feel like you got some symptoms? So what? Can you play this week and help us win this playoff game? Great. We'll deal with your symptoms. Let's roll the dice and play. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's going to shut up and play. We'll be right back.
1: Two football games tonight, Seahawks, Rams, Washington, Eagles. It's not like we we had a lot of time to get you ready for them. We talked about them last week. I guess our picks are still in place. It's not like we're going to change them at this point anyway, Chris. But, you know, both games are going to be televised simultaneously by Fox. It's going to be determined by where you live, which game you'll see, 7 o'clock Eastern, two more football games. I want more. Let's go. But why wouldn't they just move
2: one of them to Wednesday night? I would have liked that. Of course, it would have made it hard to play on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it definitely would. But uh, yeah, I mean, two games, lots of playoff implications. I mean, the Eagles, Washington, they're not out of this, certainly. The Rams, with the way the door was open with Arizona losing last week, they got a chance to now have a first-round home game and maybe win the NFC West. Uh, yeah, it should be good. I'm excited for it. I know that. By the way, we argued earlier but we're
1: not mad at each other. We're That's friends. one of the byproducts of doing this for so long. He loves I hate me. you.
2: He loves me See not you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> See ya.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up?